Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 65 of Secrets of Shadowloo. This is the first page of the final chapter of the book, chapter 6, Tourist Trap. This is an adventure in which a plucky band of player character street fighters take on the forces of Shadowloo in Barcelona. And there's a lot more information than that on this page, but I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to give it to you because it'll spoil your dinner. Here's the thing. This adventure is presented, as is appropriate, uh, to help out the prospective GM with an outline at the top, big sweeping overview of what's going to happen in the adventure, the general shape. You get a little summary of what the outcome of the adventure is likely to be, and then we go into the scene-by-scene breakdown. If I tell you all that now, then you're already going to know what happens. You're going to know which locations are coming. You're going to have all the surprises spoiled for you. So I can't really talk about the main content of today's page. So instead, let me pick up on a small thing, a thing that goes to the premise of this adventure and many Street Fighter storytelling game adventures. It appears in the introduction in the context of hooking player characters into this plot. Quote, Tourist Trap is a story intended for beginning or slightly experienced Street Fighter characters. The antagonists in the story are Vega and his Spanish ninja agents of Shadowloo. The plot of the story assumes that the characters will have some need to risk their lives to stop Shadowloo. This might come from their personal or team goals. Revenge against M. Bison, missions for Interpol, and previous encounter with Vega's assassins are a few possible examples. And then it goes on to say that if you don't have such a grudge happening in the player character group, then some some alternate suggestions are provided in the text for how to kind of drag your player characters from scene to scene. What's significant here is that those are alternatives, though. Those are fail-safes. In the usual course of events, presenting this adventure to your player characters, it is assumed that all you're going to have to do is tip your hand enough to say, oh, looks like Shadaloo's involved in this, and someone, if not everyone, in the player character group is going to say, Shadaloo? They killed my relative of some description. Hey, me too. Shadaloo car-bombed my sensei. You think you've got a bad Shadaloo turned my mom into a dinosaur. And everybody's going to be instantly on board. Fuck the tournament. Fuck our other goals. We're putting our lives on the line. We've got to bring down Shadaloo. That's an extreme reaction, but we are to understand that it is the most common reaction of a street fighter <laughs> to the mention of Shadaloo. We're going to see as we proceed through this adventure that uh, this is a really important fact for the structure of of this plot, and I think for the premise of this role-playing game as well. Now, you don't have to use Shadaloo in a Street Fighter game, but they are the presumptive antagonists. Pretty much all the support that this game got assumed that you were going to be running campaigns where Shadaloo is the big bad. And a lot of that stuff is going to have difficulty working if your player characters don't care about Shadaloo. Fortunately, that's not too much of a concern, because, and this is the secret of Shadaloo that even M. Bison doesn't seem to have quite picked up on yet, when Shadaloo comes into conflict with a, a mighty hero, like typically a street fighter, overwhelmingly it is because Shadaloo flagrantly picked a fight with them. It's to the point that on the global street fighting circuit, most street fighters have been personally harassed or attacked by Shadaloo. This is extremely counterproductive especially in the street fighting world, because street fighting is basically a sport. This is a radically different situation from like a fantasy game, let's say, like a traditional fantasy game like Dungeons and Dragons. In that scenario, you've got adventurers who uh, want to adventure. They are motivated by either a, a sense of 
moral obligation, a desire for wealth, maybe there's a, a big change they're trying to affect in their world, or maybe they're just seeking power, which is to say, finding beings to kill and steal from, because that's how you become more powerful. If you're Wizardo the Evil Wizard in a D&D setting, you better watch out, because all those character types have a reason to come knocking at the tower door, looking to chop your head off if you don't give them all your money, or if they're a paragon of virtue like a paladin, chop your head off and take your money. They're coming for you. It's open season on Wizardo in a fantasy world, and the player characters have got nothing better to do than hunt down Wizardo. This makes the plots very easy to construct, given that you make sure everybody is creating basically like an adventurer hero. You occasionally have the problem of somebody who makes a D&D character who's like, well, as a neutral bard, what I'd really like is a steady gig in a small tavern somewhere. And as a DM, you got to catch that shit and be like, all right, you got one. Congratulations, you won D&D. Don't even bother rolling that bard's stats. They already win. Put them in the Hall of Fame. Now, make a new character who wants something I can put in a dungeon or across a troll bridge. In contrast, Street Fighter is a whole different thing. I think presumptively, most Street Fighter characters are primarily motivated by street fighting. It's a sport, and it's a, they just want to participate in a sport, and they may have their other personal motivations. You know, they may have something to prove. They may be trying to earn money for this or achieve fame for that, whatever. But they've decided that excelling at the sport of street fighting is the way to achieve what they want to achieve, and they're throwing themselves into it. The only reason that Street Fighter is an adventure game and not uh, a sports sim is Shadowloo, which is engaged in a, in a global operation of continually distracting street fighters from their modest sporting ambitions by doing horrible shit to them and then like running around the corner and laughing. The basic plot structure of a street fighter campaign is being dragged kicking and screaming away from your career by a global cabal of bullies who just will not stop fucking with you. And as we're going to see going through this adventure, if the GM doesn't run it that way, the campaign is increasingly threatened by the question of, why don't I just forget about this and go street fight? Like, am I not a street fighter? Shouldn't I go street fight? You know, I could go to the tournament where I will be paid and not killed, or I could go chase this rando villain through the streets of an exotic city where I will likely be killed and not paid. It seems like an obvious choice. You have to have a reason to chase that rando. And Shadaloo is constantly supplying it by delivering specific, highly aggressive fuck yous to every new Street Fighter they encounter. So Bison is bringing all this conflict on himself because he can't leave Street Fighters alone because he wants to win matches against them. He wants to destroy them if they oppose him honorably. He wants the mystic land of their people or whatever the fuck. It's all backward from the D&D paradigm. That's the secret. You, the player character, you are Wizardo in a Street Fighter campaign. You are just trying to mind your own business and wave your wand and stir your cauldron in your cozy little tower. And like clockwork, every time you start to bring that cauldron to a good rolling boil, Shadaloo is going to roll up like a band of dumbass ne'er-do-wells and drain your moat or kill your familiar or set up a ballista outside your bedroom window or something that's going to force you to fireball them, even though it's the last thing you want to be doing. This is why we've developed such unexpected sympathy for M. Bison, perhaps. Because at heart, he is a player character, and he must be destroyed. Anyway, assuming you all hate Shadaloo for your own varied and extremely valid reasons, join me next time as our brave street fighters are once again distracted from their street fighting on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. 
contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>